Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. Hello and welcome back to the Funny Games Podcast. It's good to have you guys here. Happy Wednesday. Hello, everybody. It's your host, Brittany Lupton. <laughs> yeah. All right. For today's episode, I'm really stoked about it. I am buzzing to share it with you. We're talking about overrated and underrated fitness trends and habits. I'll throw that in too. But before we get into that, let me give you a quick weekly update. I genuinely feel like nothing has happened this past week. (laughs) Um, Oh, I guess what was really fun is family time this weekend. And I can actually finally talk about this. Wow, Darian has not been home for the month of June. He has not been home, you guys. Oh my gosh, my little heart has been so lonesome. We've missed him so much. He's been out doing clinicals at a far site doing hearts. So he's doing his heart rotation, like open heart surgeries and stuff like that. And it's really cool to hear his stories, but we miss him and he is not here. And it has been like, I haven't been able to talk about it because I don't want to say like, I'm alone and there's no one, no man in my house because I'm already a little bit anxious about it, especially like at night, you know, sleeping all alone and everything. So yeah, he's finally done. Like today, this day that you're listening is the last day of him being far away, which is so nice to have him home. So I've been flying solo, you know, single mama over here for the past month, which has been insane. That's also really fun though, why Vinny got to go to Miami with me. And, you know, we've actually made the best out of what could have been a really difficult situation. It actually wasn't as hard as I thought. Like at first I was so like upset about it, but I'm like, oh, this actually is okay. Like it's not that bad. And yeah, everything turned out way better than I thought. I didn't need to have to stress about it at all, but you know, it gets, it gets tough having to do it all by yourself at some times. And it just, my heart goes out for all of the military out there whose spouses are always deployed and everything like, man, and any single parent, like it's tough. So moving on though, Darian last weekend, <laughs> I'm like all over the place, but last weekend, Darian was able to come back and we went to a new park. Like he found this new park. He's like, I want to take Vinny here. And we went and it is like the nicest new park. It is huge. It is so nice. Like they spent millions on this and they have like the coolest splash pad. 
We got there at like probably nine. We did not leave till 2.30. We were genuinely there for all day. And we were like, we're waiting for Vinny to like tap out and say he's done. He played so much. I was so amazed by how much he did that day and was just still going. And they have like a cute concession stand. So we got to get some food, some lunch. And then later on that night, we went and watched the new Disney movie. I think it's called Elemental. And oh, it's like the perfect summer day. It was honestly so much fun. And one of the memories, like favorite memories that I have is taking Vinny to the movies. Like I feel like that's kind of silly, but it is such an ordeal and something that is so fun. Like I've not been to a movie theater since forever and so we got to get the popcorn we got to get snacks it was even late so we got a pizza and he got to pick like a soda and candy and I was like this child is five is so spoiled like gotta pick his candy he picked Sour Patch Kids and Darian and I were just laughing the whole time because he was like in heaven going to a movie theater watching that movie on the big screen it was so much fun so honestly for me like that is a day that is going to go down in the history of days of like some of my favorite and I know that's like a family update for training wise like I don't know I feel like my workouts are the same the gym I'm still waiting for my mirrors to get in I'm leaving again this week I'm going to be in Nashville so I can't really make any progress on it it's just like a give and take when it comes to that so hopefully someday <laughs> hopefully someday that'll be finished I realize I'm gonna come back from Nashville and it's gonna be July and like my gym is still not finished but it's good enough for me to work out in it and that's fine I will say oh the Gymshark summer sale a lot of my content like the whole Miami trip was for that and like a lot of my stuff that I'm doing is for the Gymshark summer sale if you use code Brit, you get an extra 10% off. Items are already up to 60% and that starts the 29th of June at 11 a.m est so shop that so many things are going to be on sale. It's going to be wicked awesome. So I guess that's it for the updates. Now we'll do the podcast review and get into the episode. Today's podcast review is from B Bronco 6 and it reads, Brittany, I love your podcast with my whole heart. Every podcast makes me feel like I'm having a conversation with a big sister and I love listening to you and the guests you have on. You inspire me every single day on all social media platforms and I strive to be as strong as you. Thank you for all the hard work you have put into making this such an amazing podcast. You are appreciated beyond words. P.S. I think you should get Sydney Adams on this podcast. It would be such an awesome episode hearing from the two of my favorite influencers. I would love that. I've actually reached out to her a while ago about it and she said she would love to do it and then I think things just got busy. So let me rehash that, see if we can get her on the podcast because I agree. I think that would be so fun and amazing and I know that now she's moving into her house. Hopefully things are a little bit more settled down for her. But thank you so much for your review. They always make me so happy. And just thank you so much for being here and making this podcast what it is. When it comes to today's podcast episode, you better buckle up because this is going to be such a good one. As I was writing all of these down, I'm like, oh, this is so good. Like, I am so pumped. So we're going to start with overrated fitness trends, habits, just overrated things, I think. The first thing is making all of your changes at once, meaning you just started your fitness journey and you're like, oh, I need to clear all of these things out of my life and I'm only going to do these from now on, like making all of the huge changes, where in return, what's underrated is making small changes over time. You've got to realize that like 
boosting your ego and boosting your confidence is really what's going to help you stay in these routine and to make this sustainable. Whereas if you just completely change your life one day and you're trying to never go back, we know this is behavioral. If you've been eating fast food once a day for six years, that is going to be a hard habit to cut. You've been doing that for six years. So don't try to make those big gestures and those big promises. Oh, I'm never going to do that again. Like you really can try. And I know like of course, you can do that, but what's more likely to happen is that you're going to slowly slip into those habits again, and then you're going to get down on yourself. You're going to say, oh, I can't do this. Look at me. I keep failing. I keep messing up. Instead of just trying to make small changes over time, making it sustainable, boosting your confidence, trusting yourself, like learning new behaviors and patterns, because most of this is a behavioral thing. Like we just grow up eating and doing exercises a certain way so having to learn new behavioral patterns like that's not a bad thing that's almost like an easier way to think about it like oh I can do this I'm just changing my behavior I'm changing my life hey that's great that's totally fine so that is definitely an overrated and underrated one the next one I'm gonna say is how constantly trying new things is overrated what is underrated is consistency Stick with it and results are going to come. You do not need to continuously change things up. If it's been two days, three days, a week, a month, and things aren't working, like stick with it. You need to be doing these things longer than just that, right? They say it takes 66 days to form a habit. Well, give yourself that time and see how things are going. You have to remain consistent. Okay, this is actually going to take me to the next one. So what's overrated is blaming genetics. And what's underrated is putting in the work and actually remaining consistent. And I will also throw in what is underrated is tracking your progress. Tracking your progress is fuel. When you can look back and see how far you've come, it is like, oh, let's go. Let's keep going. I can do this. I've already made some progress. Let's keep going. And the scale does not have to be the only way to measure progress. It can be, what is your nutrition look like? Are you actually eating fruits and vegetables now? Are you drinking more water? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you hitting the gym consistently? Like you said, whatever those things are that you need to track your progress, that is so underrated. Like people would rather do all of the shortcuts in the history of shortcuts, but they won't just stay consistent and track their progress. Like that is so underrated. And blaming your genetics, like put in the hard work. I know a lot of the way genetics are, like some people, it is a lot of work, but it's going to be a lot of work either way. So put in the work and track the progress. Honestly, like if you think about tracking, you just can't improve something that you don't track. And I feel like the biggest reason for the lack of progress, it doesn't always come from lousy genetics, but it really comes from consistency because you aren't monitoring that. You aren't tracking that. You aren't seeing, okay, well, what does consistently look like? Did I hit two workouts this week or did I actually do four? What are the weights that I'm using in the gym look like? How are my meals going? How is the grocery shopping going? You're not able to fully go through and monitor or track what you are doing well and what you're not doing well to keep yourself accountable and to be honest with yourself. So that is a big thing. So if you're keeping yourself in the dark and you don't know where you stand, a lot of times that can kind of bite you in the butt because you're not able to see, hey, how can I get better? How can I improve? But tracking your progress, like that is definitely underrated. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross-country move to Florida. Like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H E lp.com slash Brit. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere. And it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to OseaMalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. The next thing that I think is overrated is pushing through pain, pushing through exhaustion. Like, okay, People like push through like no excuses. Dude, if you have a physical injury, if you're in excruciating pain, stop. Like just stop. This is for a long game run, right? Like this is longevity. This isn't just a week. This isn't a day. You want to have a healthy body for the rest of your life. So stop if you're in pain or if you're like really fatigued and exhausted, like you're just so tired. It's okay. Take a little bit of a break. You can rest. That's okay. And that way you can come back and come back so much stronger. Okay, and with that, another thing that I think is overrated is skipping rest days. Like genuinely, you guys, if you do not rest, your body will choose a day or a week to shut down. We all know this. I have experienced this myself where I'm just going and going and going and I burn myself into the dirt instead of taking one rest day. Now I'm out for a whole week or it even takes you a month to get back to the routine because you have to rest so much. So rest days are important for your mental health, for your physical health, especially if you are working out hard, if you are resistance training, if you're trying to build muscle, if you're working out in the gym. Rest days are so important to help prevent overuse injuries and to help give your muscles and allow them time to recover from the exercise that you've been having. So do not feel guilty about taking a rest day. Like that is so important. It is so overrated that like you don't need 
rest days. You definitely need them. So take them. Underrated. Taking rest days. Take them. Something else that is overrated is staying lean all year long, every single day, pretending that your body does not get like fluctuate at all. That is just not true. And this is especially for females during ovulation and that time of the month. I bloat. That is two weeks out of the month, every single month (laughs) for my whole life. I am so bloated and it is what it is. I definitely think that's overrated, especially because it puts extra pressure, especially on us females to like be lean 24-7 when physically, literally our hormones make that impossible. So then we beat ourselves up as women. Oh, I'm not always perfectly shredded. Like that's an unrealistic expectation. That is so overrated. And you want to know what's underrated? I'm going to put this one with it. I have it in the underrated section. It is being comfortable in your body. 100%. That right there is power and that is confidence, being comfortable in your own body at all times. That is so underrated, even when you're bloated, even when you're a little bit uncomfortable, just owning who you are and having that mindset shift of I am more than my body, like my body is a great just tool and vessel to be able to do the things that I need, to be able to have function, to be able to work, to enjoy the things that I love about life, whether that's painting, running, hiking, traveling, whatever that is, like our bodies are able to embrace and experience so many things. I don't want any of that time to be wasted on our appearance where if there were no mirrors anywhere, like would we really care that much if we just were able to always look outward and like care about others and just be a really good person from the inside. So if you ever struggle with those thoughts, those are some things that I always tell myself. And I just think that's so underrated, like just being comfortable in your own body and not having the expectation of being shredded at 24-7, especially as a female. (laughs) These next two, you know I had to put these in as overrated. I feel like if you were to think of any of these fitness trends, you'll definitely think of both of these. The first one is ego lifting. Like if you cannot hit a full range of motion, it means nothing. If you are moving two inches and you're squatting 315, like, wow, you did not squat 315. You've got to hit parallel. You've got to hit that full range of motion in order for that rep to actually count. So ego lifting, so overrated. And the next one, I just have to put this in here because I don't want anybody to fall for this, but fad diets, food combining, diet pills, shortcuts, and more shortcuts that do not tackle the root of the problem. Like, Again, as I say, and I'll always say, this is behavioral and you need to change your way of life. So if you want to make these changes, do it and do it yourself. Find a good exercise routine and focus on whole nutrient-dense foods. Those are going to do way more for you than any diet pill, any fad diet, any extreme restriction. This is actually going to help shape and build your life so this is sustainable and you can live the way that you want to live for the rest of your life and not have any any fear or bad relationship with food. On the flip side of that, I'll give an alternative. So something that I think is underrated when it comes to that, like if you are trying to lose fat or lose weight, quote, tone up, as I know a lot of you will recognize that term even though I don't like to use it. Truly what you're looking for is to stick to a moderate caloric deficit and eat adequate protein. 
Again, this is just a way to uncomplicate things and make things simpler for you. So calculating your caloric needs and then eating in just a small, moderate deficit is the best way to lose fat. And that's going to be sustainable because you don't need to rely on overly restricting yourself. And also, it is so much more enjoyable than any diet out there. Like This allows you to actually build better habits and again, have that lifestyle and sustainability and actually get results because you're not, oh, maybe you'll get results for a month after 30 days of whatever this thing is, but then maybe you've seriously discovered an eating disorder during that where, trigger warning, I know somebody very close to me who did one of these. It was like a 30-day program and they came out with a very intense eating disorder because the program taught them to starve themselves. They would call these like 96-hour fasts where people just didn't eat for two or three days and the coach was like applauding them. Wow, you did so good. You showed so much restraint. Wow, amazing. And I'm like, excuse me? I felt so bad that somebody fell for that where they did. I think they lost, I don't know how much weight they lost, 15 pounds maybe in a month, 20 pounds or something. And the person was like, oh, great. But they came out of that and they have an intense binge disorder because they have a scarcity mindset of food now because they were taught oh, let me just use my discipline and and really try to restrict and restrict and restrict and restrict. And then once I am done, I just can binge eat everything. So you really got to look out for some of these programs or anything that teaches you that. That is not the way to go. Calculate your caloric needs and then just take a small, moderate deficit and you're not going to sit in that deficit forever, right? You have to reverse diet to come out of that because you can't just keep cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting your calories till you're eating absolutely nothing. You want to rebuild your metabolism and it might take a couple go arounds to really get to where you are. But while you're doing that, you're enjoying the journey and it's going to take a little bit of time, but you're learning these new habits and this new way of life. And you know, you're on the path, even though it might take you two years. You're on that pathway to get there. Like it took me two years postpartum. All right. I was patient through it all. And I'm so glad I did it that way. And that's I can't recommend it enough. The last one I'm going to say is overrated is setting goals and underrated is focusing on daily actions. So when it comes to setting goals, like what you want to achieve, like knowing what you want to achieve is so important. That is great. That's fantastic. But having that focus shift to be more on your processes, your day-to-day action, your day-to-day life, and not just obsessing over that end goal is really going to prove effective to you because instead of saying, oh, someday I'll get there or thinking about it as a future, you're accountable for your actions here and now. You're accountable every single day for those, for what you're doing. If you're showing up for your workouts, if you're following your nutrition, if you're eating your fruits and vegetables, if you're following through with what you said you're going to do, that is is going to take you into the place of here and now and focusing on those actions. Over time, those are going to build up and you're going to be able to say, wow, I was able to reach my goal because every day I clocked in and I was checked in trying to do my best. Love that one. I know with some of those overrated ones, I threw in some underrated ones as well. And I might do that for underrated. I just feel like some of them, you need that juxtaposition of, okay, well, this is overrated, but what should I do as a solution? So that's kind of why I paired some of those together. I hope that that was helpful. The first underrated one that I want to talk about is getting started. 
This is so underrated. I feel like so many times people are so worried about having everything in line or having all of the new equipment or having all of the new whatever it is or like being fully prepped and ready. No, just get started. Show up as you are. Like get it done. Take that action. That is so underrated. Instead of like waiting for the perfect time, get it done get started. And on the flip side, again, an overrated of that would be overthinking and trying to have everything all perfect and ready in place for you to start. Nah, it is so underrated to just get up and go take action and start. It's also really empowering. Another underrated one is walking. Okay, I love walks. They are such great exercise. They're keeping you outside a lot of times or even on the treadmill, like that's fine too. But there's just something about being outside with a walk, even with our family. It just helps clear your air, even if it's a midday walk, breaking up your work or at the end of the day to kind of recap. It just feels so good to get out and to move and to even be out in nature it just is amazing. The next underrated one is education. So educating yourself. And I feel like, hey, this can be tricky because there are a lot of misleading sources out there. I'll say if I'm ever trying to look up certain like health advice or anything, Mayo Clinic is always a good website. And I just go off of ACE, which is where I do my personal training. So that's American Council of Exercise. I know NASM is another great one, but really vet your sources if you're ever trying to look things up. But anytime about nutrition or food, for example, when I was first learning about nutrition, I would just Google what are the benefits of walnuts? What's in a walnut? Why do I need walnuts? What about chia seeds? What about apples? What about broccoli? Like just trying to find out that education. And I just always try to look for really credible sources. And a lot of them are just like the nutrition website that comes up or Mayo Clinic I know has a ton as well. The next one is making friends in this space. This is underrated because it's something I definitely didn't think about or even like I just took advantage of not making friends in this space, but it is so much more fun when you have friends that are helping you along your health and fitness journey. It helps it be not as alone. And I also love workouts when it's a group workout or there's friends there or even just knowing a couple people in the gym that you can wave and say hi to. It makes all of it a lot less lonely and it can really help spark some new motivation. I know when I was postpartum, my friend who went to the gym is the person who got me there. Like I would not have been able to stay as consistent if I didn't agree to meet her like two or three times a week for my workouts. That was everything to me and she did not judge me. She was so kind during the whole postpartum process. Like it was absolutely amazing. The next one is getting enough sleep. This is so underrated. Like it's also really hard because sometimes Darren and I will want to like stay up late and watch a show or we'll be out late with Vinny and do things and we'll just be up late and I need to make sure I'm always getting at least like seven hours of sleep. So this is really critical to all of our gym progresses, our well-being, our energy, our productivity, our health. And for some reason, a lot of us just give it up. It's like, oh, I can just lose sleep. That's fine. But truly, if we're trying to see progress, we can accelerate those so much by just getting enough sleep. It's also going to help our productivity and work and anything that we're trying to do. So trying to sleep those eight hours every night is going to help truly. And I cannot agree. Like that's just so underrated. And I need to work on that a little bit more. The next underrated 
thing that I want to talk about is sticking with the compounds. Mastering your simple movements. This is underrated because it is so crucial to have a great foundation when it comes to working out, especially if you're in the gym. For example, for legs, some compounds that you would want to have like under your tool belt of nailing the form, great technique is going to be back and front squat. I'd even throw in like deadlifts, leg press, maybe a hack squat. Like those are all great ones to just have nailed down and in your tool belt. Great compound movements for a chest. You've got your flat and incline bench. Dips I think are great for back. You could do sumo, like, you know, deadlifts also kind of work your back, but barbell rows, pull-ups, chin-ups, shoulders are the overhead press or shoulder press, biceps. It's so good to just have good form when you're doing biceps to, you know, sauce up those biceps. But also when you're working chin-ups, those do help work your biceps. It's a little bit more of a compound movement because just bicep curls is not a compound movement. But with triceps, if you do close grip bench press or tricep dips, Those are a little bit more of a compound movement, but you're still targeting your triceps. And compound movement means you're working more than one muscle group. For example, a squat, or even we'll just say bench because we're talking about triceps. With a bench, you're working your chest, your shoulders, and your triceps, especially if you go close grip, you're working your triceps even a little bit more versus you're just doing tricep extensions on the cable machine. (laughs) You're in a stagnant position and you're only having that flexion and extension at your elbow. That's just targeting tricep versus compound you're using more than one muscle group so just kind of sticking with them and mastering them so underrated like get to it girly master them feel confident in them and it's also going to help you get results the last one i'm going to say is balancing your training to have a well-rounded fitness level and just physique overall like a lot of times people will skip a muscle group because they don't think it's important but at least train it every once in a while because That's just going to help your overall physique, your overall fitness levels to have all of your muscles work just to be strong in every capacity. I think that that is underrated for sure. Like don't just work your glutes. Don't just work your biceps. Work it all. You can even just throw in like one or two exercises a week if you really hate chest, but something to help that still is really important. I want to end with a little topic that I've been thinking about a lot recently And it's just finding joy in the journey. And it's something that I feel like I talk about a lot. I feel like this can go in the underrated category because a lot of times people, I feel like it's like, oh, I'll be happy when, I'll be happy if, fill in the blank. But it's so crucial and important to be happy now. We were just talking to Darian's grandma and she was just talking about like we were talking to her about how difficult everything is with Darian's school but like we're really trying to make the most of it and she was just talking about how that's 100% true like you could be so miserable during school and then you won't like look back on these times with fondness and I'm like no we have really been trying to be so present and enjoying the now and the journey and how crazy our schedules are but making the most of it and just having like small pockets of peace and really enjoying just the small little moments and even being able to travel so much and anytime we get together and I just know for a fact I am for sure going to miss this house, this area, the gym, the storms, the small simple things like the beautiful drives we get to go on in Michigan, my friend group, our neighborhood, the walks we take, how there's lakes everywhere, 
the park down the street. Honestly, everything like I know I'm going to miss this at some point, so I don't want to rush it, even though sometimes I'll think that like, oh, I can't wait till like the headache of school is over with. This is just so complicated, but I know we're going to really miss this time in our life and having Vinny at this age, especially and just having so many fun and random times here. So I really just want to put into perspective, like trying to find the joy in the journey and letting go of things that are unimportant and are we thinking about and are we focusing about what's missing in our life or are we choosing to be grateful for all that's around us? Real talk, I know in our fitness journeys, it can be really easy to look around and see what we lack, what we don't have, what we keep doing wrong and just kind of nitpick ourselves. And that's why I always think it's so important to count your wins and to look for those good things, to be grateful for everything that's around us instead of focus on what we're missing, what we're lacking, what we're not doing a good job of. I truly feel like if you're miserable in this place, like in your body now, even if you have those body changes, there's no guarantee that that's instantly going to change who you are as a person inside. You have to do those changes and those inner works as well as the physical. You need both and you need to find some peace and gratitude and respect for where you are, for where you started, for your current effort and also just like know it's okay to be uncomfortable. Know it's okay to have really hard and bad days. I know I was so uncomfortable the first time being pregnant and I have, was bloated all the time. My definition was going away. And like mentally, that was a little bit of a struggle for me because I was like, man, this is a little bit hard. I worked so hard for this. It's sad to see it go away. But I would always just sit and count how many things I'm so grateful for. I'm so grateful I'm able to get pregnant. I'm so grateful I'm able to still move my body. I'm so grateful for this huge list and the positives always outweigh the negatives. And just looking for that in all things and just Trying to find joy in the journey to me means even though you might have some bad times, you're still trying to make the most out of where you are and you have respect for yourself and for where you are knowing that, hey, even though I want to change and have these things, you know, have newness, I can still be grateful for where I am and respect it even though I want to move on and do better and be better. That's okay. You can still love where you are and be able to move on. I've totally feel like I'm rambling. I don't know why I am rambling so much. So I'll just end it on that. Try to find joy in the journey as you're going throughout your life, health and fitness wise, as well as just your day to day. I guess that's what I want to leave you with. But thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you liked today's podcast episode and I will talk to you all next week for some more fun and games. Bye. You're listening to the fun and games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. Bye.